All right, we are recording. Okay, so Nick, we're going to have to hurry. I'm down to 12% battery. What? We can, we can do this. Why do you never have a charged phone battery, Jeff? It'll be okay. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and still again, not quite with me, even though he is back in the People's Republic of Illinois... Gator. Way to totally catch your cue there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm trying to be nice to Nick, and he's just infuriated about it, folks. But I figure I've been on a trip, and I'm kind of trying to self-quarantine, and he's so mad at me about it. Oh, the bitterness doesn't come from that. The bitterness comes from the fact that you and I spoke at 10 o'clock this morning. You mentioned none of this, and then when I leave my house to come to meet you, that's when all of a sudden you've decided you're going to self-quarantine. The more I thought about you, the more concerned I was. Oh, okay. Okay. Because when we talked last night and again this morning, no concern. Only when I have left the house. It took some quiet reflection period for me to understand. Okay. Well, anyway. So with that, um, (laughs) folks, I'm not going to lie to you. The plan for this one is just out the fucking window. Um, <laughs> not that there really He's so so bitter. Not that there really was much of a plan, given the fact that um, I've got a few messages out to some folks uh, as potential guests. However, um, nothing is really quite firmed up a hundred percent just yet. So we're kind of in that weird limbo state where I'm working, but not quite happening. So. Today's just going to be, again, Jeff and I kind of winging it. And that also means in terms of our cigars. So we're going to have a little bit of uh, Smoker's Choice going on. Yeah. So, Jeff, are you prepared to speak about your cigar or should I go first? Uh, I I will uh, talk about it. Okay. I actually picked up some Nat Shermans, and they're kind of a little uh, torpedo. Picked them up at Harbor Cigars, which I will delve into later. I had an absolutely wonderful experience uh, my last night in Destin at Harbor Cigars, and I will get into that more later. Um, but I went in, and they had a whole bunch of Nat Shermans for like four bucks. So I just loaded up on them. Now, I bragged to Nick about it, and he said, well, you know why, right? Because apparently they're, I guess, going out of business Yeah, from what he said, so, yeah. um, which is a shame because they're actually good cigars. It's a little torpedo. I mean, I know my dad likes them a lot, so yeah. it's and and I've had them. I've had a couple, and they're not bad. I mean, they're, I you know they they're they're not maybe my favorite, but they're not bad. So no, they're not bad stick. They're they're solid cigars, and yeah, but unfortunately, it's uh, one of these cases where it's a brand that got gobbled up by one of the big tobacco companies, and uh, uh. they just wanted uh, they wanted the the cigarette. The, the yeah the cigarettes the Nat Sherman cigarettes and um, well you would they're, think they're keeping those and they're dumping the premium cigars so you would think that those cigar blends would have some value given the fact that substanti- substantial equivalent may eke it or rear its ugly head again you'd think but yeah, I would. you know but it's one of those things where <sighs> I. Is it worth the price that that they're asking? You know, I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't know enough about the whole sale of it and the or the potential, the offering. I guess I should say to to speak about it. But yeah, it's it's unfortunate. I mean, it's been a it's a brand that's been around for quite some time, a very uh, historic brand, and um, kind of going the the way of the dodo. So yeah, that's the same. Now speaking of. Uh, other old historic brands. This was one that's kind of making a bit of a resurgence. I'm going to be smoking the uh, Henry Clay Warhawk Rebellious Limited Edition. Now, um, okay. Henry Henry Clay came back out uh, last year, the Warhawk. I liked the uh, Henry Clay Warhawk last year. And this year, they came out with a limited edition, a little stronger version of it, which is uh, the Rebellious. And it's a Nicaraguan Puro. And it's actually uh, blended and made by AJ Fernandez, but it's um, you know Altidus owns the brand. So, but uh, I'm smoking a uh, Toro six by fifty four. This is uh, from my personal box of them, which when I found out about them, 
and I went by the uh, the Hill Cigar Company. They had them, and I just went ahead and bought a box because these are limited to only 1,200 boxes made. So I figured I'd just go ahead and snatch it up. I have not been disappointed, dude. I've been smoking this pretty regularly for the last couple of weeks. So, Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very intimately aware of what I'm going to be getting from the uh, Henry Clay Warhawk Rebellious. So, well, since I bought these Nat Shermans, this is actually the fourth one of them I've had since Friday. Look at you. So I really did like these cigars, and quite frankly, I think if they'd had a whole box, I'd have probably just bought the box after trying them. They're a really good stick. Well, start searching them out. You might be getting some deals on some Nat Shermans here in the next uh, little bit. Because, I mean, I'm pretty sure that brand is is officially done by the end of September. So, Will they not even be able to sell it after that? I mean, it's dead. It's, it, the com- they're shutting down the company, dude. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, you know, cigar shops can sell them. You know, inventory that they have. They just can't get new inventory. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not like a matter of, like, they got to rip it off the shelf. It's just, you know. I know with the substantial equivalents, that was one of the problems. If somebody didn't have a skew that matched up, they were going to have to pull that stock. Oh. I didn't know if that was the situation with them going out of business, if they'd have to pull it. But I I guess not. No, this is the same thing as if, like, Sprite were to go out of business. You could still sell whatever cans of Sprite you had sitting on your shelf, but you're just not going to get any more of it kind of thing. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, well, Well, how about we go ahead and uh, cut the cigars, and the official cutting is brought to us by Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. Our man, Dan. Our man, Dan. I went over to to, uh, Riverman the other day, and our man, Dan, was not in, but I did talk to our lady, Cindy. And oh, I love Cindy. Cindy was uh, she was breaking my balls a little bit. Won't lie, but that's it was what, probably well deserved. It's what I get from Cindy. So you know, I mean, it's one of those things. You, but what, it's, you know, it's all meant. It's all meant with love. Oh no, dude, that's that's Cindy's thing. If she's not making fun of you, then she doesn't like you. Yeah, you know. So so yeah. So I mean, I I it. Cindy and I were discussing her plans for when she takes over the world because she tells me all the time that, you know, someday soon she's just go ahead and going to become the dictator of the world. And we discuss uh, things that we would do if we were in charge of the world. And, I mean, I'm trying desperately to stay on Cindy's good side. And part of that is when I come in, I use the hand sanitizer and and I do all the rules and everything they have to uh, stay up to date with all the COVID regulations in St. Louis County. And then I get my cigars and I sit out on that 1,500 square foot covered patio they got out front and sit out and enjoy that and the conversation with everybody. And I'll tell you what, we've had some great weather out here lately, so it's been real conducive to sitting out front at Riverman. Good deal. Yeah. When I got back, um, like yesterday, it was in the mid-70s, you know, sitting on the back deck. And then today, I think it may have got up to 82, and it's already back down into the 70s again. It's just been so nice here in southern Illinois and, Dan, and you know, in St. Louis area. Well, and Dan's been getting in a lot of really good cigars. He's got his normal selection of everything from $3 to $100. But he's been getting in a lot of new stuff lately, too. He's gotten in that, that new stick from uh, J.C. Uh, Newman, the uh, Yagua, I believe it's pronounced. And then um, uh, he got in uh, a new brand. He's now carrying uh, Room 101. So Very cool. he's got some new cigars for people to go and try. So, guys, if you're in the St. Louis area, swing on by Riverman Cigar Company. If you're passing through the St. Louis area, swing on by Riverman Cigar Company. Or if you don't live near St. Louis and you aren't coming through town anytime soon, but you need some cigars, give Dan a call over at Riverman Cigar Company and he can do mail order for you. He'll hook so you up. With that, it's time that we go ahead and cut the cigar there we go let's do a cold draw since i neglected to do one for friday's episode did you already cut your cigar yeah it's not hear it no did you prematurely prematurely cut no 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 i wouldn't do that See, this, yeah, is I might a, have this is the kind of sloppiness that i get from you when you're on the phone i mean yeah you can't regulate my behavior <laughs> I can't check to see what you're up to so anyway what are you getting on the cold draw uh, kind of like fresh cut hay. Hmm. 
Now, I have been drinking a little bit of juice, so that may be throwing me off, but I'm getting fresh cut hay on the cold draw and the cold retro. So I'm getting a little bit of sweetness. There's some uh, kind of some some very subtle coffee flavor and then uh, some spice. Definitely some and again, spice. And again, I'm smoking the Nat Sherman. It's a nice little torpedo. Yeah, you've got the and Nat. And you have the uh, Henry Clay Warhawk. Yeah, you've got the Nat Sherman. I've got the Henry Clay Warhawk Rebellious. So, smoker's choice today. Smoker's choice. So I since guess, we're social distancing, well, yeah, because you know, better safe than sorry. You know, here's the thing: I always kind of like come at you with a "I don't know where you've been" kind of mentality. But now that you've been like all over the place, I really don't know where you've been. Okay, so I was in. Let me do the math on this. Yes, I'm lighting up while you're oh. doing math. Okay, so here. Loud lighter in the car. Okay, we're evidently talking with Jeff's daughter, Addie, while I'm lighting up my cigar. He's talking to me. She doesn't. She said, are you recording? I said, yes, and then she proceeded to carry on a conversation. Sounds a lot like her father. Yes, actually, yeah, I can't really blame her. Anyway, so. Buy it honestly. So we, we left, we drove obviously in Illinois on the way down. We drove in Missouri. We drove in, uh, Tennessee, (coughs) uh, Arkansas, Arkansas, Tennessee. Um, sorry. It's just getting smoky in my car here, (laughs) Alabama, uh, and then Florida. So that's what seven states. Okay. And then we also hit uh kentucky on the way home so we we traveled through eight states during this trip all right so that was gator's geography lesson (laughs) i think a little social distancing might not be the worst thing you know just just to protect you okay then so well anyway (laughs) i've lit up my cigar have you lit up yours i have not well, like you said, my daughter came out and was carrying on a conversation. I could tell. After I told her we were recording. And we're not going to cut that anyway, so. Because <laughs> no. I'm lazy today. Oh. so disgusted at me, and I'm like, well, I told you. <laughs> what now? She looked so disgusted at me that I wouldn't answer her questions, and I said, I'm, we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, the beauty of doing this by phone. But I know, right? So yeah, it's so a live, a live podcast ish, ish, ish. I mean, ish. So I've lit up my cigar, and as is just signature AJ Fernandez, right off the bat, my senses Kicked are just right in the my gut. yeah, my senses are being just totally knocked straight in the teeth with a pepper bomb right off the beginning here. See, that doesn't even sound in the slightest bit good to me. Dude, he does that with every one of his cigars. He always starts off with that burst of pepper. And I, I but I, I like this one. This one, just, this is one of those cigars, man. I, I'm I'm going to end up buying another box or two before this is done. I can guarantee oh, wow. you, I am going to end up going and buying another couple boxes of this, this Rebellious. Just because, with it being limited edition, I know I'm going to want to get my hands on it later. I mean, dude, I'm already almost halfway done with the box that I've uh, got at home, and I've been buying really, and I've been buying additional single sticks from the hill to supplement that box. I've probably bought another half a box just in terms of singles from the wow. hill, you know, to try and not skim from the box that I bought, you know. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, wow. I'm 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 really digging this and it's one of those ones i i know i'm gonna end up uh end up getting more of well okay then yeah and like i said i would buy more of these fat shermans but i doubt i'll be (laughs) it's a nice little cigar yeah Um, i think it's a maduro it's definitely not a uh connecticut it's a little darker tobacco but it's just been a really nice steady you know good smoke perhaps a habano that would be, or a sun-grown. That would be in the middle between. It could be a sun-grown. Okay. Although there's nothing on the band, there's nothing anywhere that says what it is. It's just a cigar, and it was cheap, and I bought it, and I like it. Okay. Okay. Well, that's all right, then. Now, speaking of this cigar, though. Okay. I actually bought it at the little bargain bin at uh, Harbor 
uh, cigars in Destin, uh, Florida. Okay. And I had the greatest time. I had a listener reach out on Instagram and actually told me to uh, go there. And let me see here. It was uh, Spork9838. It's Travis is who it is. Okay. And he uh, recommended it to me. And I went and could not have been happier. Uh, A young man named Christian, who, by the way, is one of the best-looking cats that I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, I walk in, and he... Did okay. you ever... You watched Breaking Bad, didn't you? Yes. He looked like Jesus on Breaking... Or not, I'm sorry, not Breaking Bad. Uh, 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 Walking Dead. Okay. You watched Walking Dead, right? Yeah, well, okay. to a point. Okay, well, he he looks just like Jesus on The Walking Dead. Okay. I mean, and I walked in and, you know, got lost in his dreamy eyes and he proceeded to make a ton of recommendations for me. And it was like he was dead on. Once I told him what I liked, he knew exactly where to point me um, and just could not have been nicer. And I actually said, as long as the boss is OK with it, he'd be happy to come on and do an interview sometime on the podcast. All right. But he, he was a very good guy. And uh, the whole staff there was really nice. The other thing that I got to do was I got to meet the Harbor Rats. Okay. And these cats, it was, you might as well have just picked up every dude at Riverman or the Hill or just name your lounge that you go to. And it was the same group of guys, but in Florida, and they were all wearing Tommy Bahama wear. And they were just (laughs) the nice dudes. It was so much fun talking to them. And I got... I, I don't know if you saw it on my Instagram, but on the Naked Gator page, but I threw up some pictures with these guys and just had a blast getting to talk to them. I wish I'd have been able to stay and smoke with them, but, you know, I had to get rolling. It was our last night there, and we had a couple of housekeeping items to take care of before we pulled up steaks in the morning. Interesting. And, you know, but we had a really nice time. And like I said, I can't recommend that place enough after the experience I had there. Well, very cool. Well, big shout out to the Harbor Rats. Absolutely. I like they have a name for their group. Oh, I do too. I thought that was awesome. I mean, do they get in rumbles with the Jets and the Sharks? Well, you know what? We can only hope. I I mean, just walking down the street, just snapping and shaking their head, you know, hips a, a little, kind of shaking their hips and, and, you know, what, and, you know, giving it a shimmy and lighting up their cigars. I think a couple that's a of these guys idea. might have broke a hip if there was any shit. <laughs> but that may be out of the cards at this point. Uh, but I can see them going at people with their torches. That's you know? what we need to start to instigate is West Side Story like rumbles between cigar lounge gangs. Oh my God. I'm telling you what, it'd be funny as hell. <laughs> Everybody putting cigars out in each other's eyes. I yeah, mean, just, yeah, it'd be great. Uh, anyway, I don't see anything good coming to that whatsoever. Have you done a retro hail on your Henry or uh, Nat Sherman there? I have not. Okay. I will say this one's got a little bit of a hard draw. I don't know if I took it. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> yep. Uh, I take it you did a retro hail on your the, Warhawk. Oh, that is the very familiar taste or smell, I should say, of uh, an AJ Fernandez pepper bomb. On the uh, the uh, retro hail of this Warhawk, uh, rebellious. So, ooh, well, the Nat Sherman. The Nat, Nat Sherman has Jeff cough in there. The Nat Sherman got a cough out of me. So, yeah, that was uh, it. It actually crept up on me. Like I did the retro hail, and it didn't bother me. And then I could just feel it, like that tickle building, and I'm like, oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. It's a COVID. COVID. I COVID. told you that's why I'm social distancing from you. I want to be safe. Okay. All right. All right. Jeff, for the record. For the record. Okay. Did you get COVID? Is that why you're keeping me away? I don't know if I got COVID. Well, if you don't know, I'm assuming that you did. So, I, folks. Let's put it this way. I don't know if I got COVID. I'll tell you what. The drive home was 12 and a half hours. Well, that's enough and, to knock anybody for a loop. Well, and I think that's what did it more than anything, because yesterday I could barely crawl off the couch, and I've been the same way today. You know, I'm 51. I don't recover from 12 hours in a car like I used to. 
No, I get oh. that. I mean, I, you so, know, I, I'm going to say something. So I'm thinking about doing something really, really stupid. And I know what you're thinking about doing. And yes, it is really, really stupid. It's really stupid. But at the same it, time... It, it will seem incredibly dumb at first. It's gonna... I think it would be really fun. You know there's no way I'm doing this with you. I'm not... Given the fact that we are social distancing because you think you may or may not have COVID, you're right. You're not spending nearly 18 hours in the car with me. But... I don't think I, don't think I have COVID. But I'm knocked on my ass. And yeah. I'm hoping it was just the drive. But, but we'll we'll give it another day and see the, if I perk back up. So so this weekend coming up is Labor Day weekend. My wife is going This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard you say you're gonna do. My wife is going to some, some wineries in southern Illinois with her sister. Apparently my in laws wanna uh spend time with my, my son, so they're gonna be watching my son. So I kinda have the weekend free. And so okay. I was thinking, I'm like, you know, I'd like to go somewhere. This year has just been shit, and I would like it to. Has. Go, I would like to go somewhere. I don't know. You know, I haven't gone anywhere since you and I did the uh, the uh, second round of the traveling freak show and cigar evangelical yep. revival in Indianapolis. And I'm like, yep. where can I go? Where? What can I do? And you know, I thought about going down to Tampa and uh, visiting down there. But the thing is, I don't really know. I don't know what's open. Nobody. No. I. I I've. I've been trying to determine, you know, will, what is open in terms of like Ybor you. City and and well, I will uh, tell all you, that. My experience in the Panhandle, everything's open. Okay, well that's good uh, to know. It is not because that's that's still on the table. That that idea is still yeah, on the I table with you, and I can't. There's no way I can pull that off this week. Uh huh. I just I'm not up to it, dude. If that if a 12 hour drive wiped me out like this, I can't. I can't damage myself again like this well i think it's a 15 hour drive from st louis to to tampa however my point however and there's always a however in life if i wanted to go just completely just balls out i thought about driving up to salem new hampshire and checking out the cigar authority this upcoming weekend okay i'm not gonna lie i get it it's a long drive it is an 18 hour drive dude can't you just get a plane ticket I don't want to get on a plane. But that am, would be am, so much easier. Oh, than dude. Driving. I get it, but like, I would much rather road trip somewhere than fly somewhere. Oh, you are a, just a glutton for punishment. I would much rather road trip somewhere than drive somewhere. Or uh, fly somewhere. I, there fly was a somewhere. time I'd, agree, I'd have agreed with you. That time has passed. Yeah. Especially after doing the road trip this week. Yeah. And, I, and I'll also say, like, the whole COVID thing. Having to wear the mask and everything on the plane, oh god, you know that's just it's just miserable. I have no I desire. And then at least I have my vehicle with me when I get to the to the area that I'm traveling to, you know, and everything. I mean, there's just so many other aspects of it that I just I like better. I know, but dude, eighteen hours. I know to both ways. I just, I, I, I want to get to, I, I've been wanting to see the Cigar Authority. You realize that's 36 hours in a car without stops. Well, no, what I'd probably end up doing is leave, like, on Thursday, find somewhere to crash Thursday night, finish the drive on Friday, and... Dad's place? Yeah, but the problem with my dad's place is it's only in Indiana, and oh, that, that's only four time. hours in. I mean, I've still got miles to go before i sleep at that point i mean realistically i'd be having a crash somewhere in i think like maybe eastern pennsylvania scranton i could crash in scranton quite frankly that would be that would be awesome it would or i could find some nice amish couple to hang out with and go all witness the shrewd beet farm uh i I mean i don't know though man i watched that episode and i think jim and pam were a little overly generous with their yelp review well, a little bit. A little bit. But anyway. There's nothing funnier than you watching totally, Moses. You car. totally, totally blew past my Kelly McGillis reference there. Oh, with uh, The Accused? Witness. Oh, di- totally different movie. Yeah. Harrison Ford and Kelly McGillis and the Amish people, remember? Kelly McGillis was the attorney in The Accused, though. Totally different movie, Jeff. Yes, completely different. She was also a trainer in Top Gun, but that's irrelevant, too. But anyway. That's true, she was. 
Did you know that it's a rider in his contract that since he does all of his own stunts and stuff, that he has to be provided like 50 pairs of really elastic, very stretchable thongs? Wait, wait, what? Yes. Tom Cruise has a rider in his contract that since he does his own stunts, he has to get like 50 pairs of like really expensive, really stretchable thongs. What does that have to do with anything? He needs comfy underwear for when he's jumping off planes and shit. 50 pair? Mm-hmm. I mean, what if he needs 51? Is he just out of luck? I mean, I don't know. I'm At that point, in for a penny, in for the pound, I'm sure the producer would get another pair. But, you know, what are you going to do? Well, let me ask you this. Have you ever seen, and I think it was one of the... I would uh, hope he would do laundry. Right. Wash it about the sink at the hotel. Maybe that's why he needs 50 pair. Maybe he never wears the same pair more than once. Maybe. My God. Anyway. Well, and if he gets by with only 22, then he's got 28 to take home. Right. Yeah. Anyway. You never know what motivates Tom Cruise. How the hell did we get on? <laughs> I don't know, but that's a weird little dude, man. Oh yeah, we were talking about my trip to New uh, New Hampshire, my potential yeah, trip to New and Hampshire. Yeah, circled around to Tom Cruise. <laughs> anyway, no, I just thought it would be fun to go out there and see see the Cigar oh, Authority, dude, and it would be. This a is a blast. weekend that I actually had some time available, and I figured, you know what? Maybe it would be a good weekend to go and make this trip. I think- those guys would absolutely love to see you, but God, that's a long trip. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm I'm dreading it. Just hearing you talk about it. Well, I don't know. It's up in the air. I'm thinking seriously about it. I mean, dude, on the flip side, though, I can get a plane ticket down to Tampa for seventy bucks round trip. Mm-hmm. I get that all day. And it's kind of one of those, oh, what do I do? Or do I do anything? Or do I do anything? I go down to the Newman factory with you. Well, I do too. And I've tried, I've been, I've reached out to uh, Drew Newman, which Drew, if you're listening, shoot me a message back. I I reached out to Drew. I'm trying to figure out like if they're open for the public, if they're open for maybe, or at least maybe a, a very interested podcaster, or, you know, whatever. I mean, I don't know if they're even finished with their construction yet. So, um, True. COVID messed a lot of stuff up. Yeah, COVID really effed with their construction schedule. I know that they planned on being done and ready by, like, April, I think. And yeah. And it's just, it totally effed with their whole schedule, so... I don't yeah, know, I man. It's unfortunate. I do but... love the Tampa-St. Petersburg area. I've never been. Clearwater Beach. Oh, it's all beautiful up there. Mm, never been. But... I went uh, like three or four different times when I was a kid, and I have very fond memories of that beach. It was very pretty. Well, there you go. Yep. So, yeah. Well, uh, let's circle back to our cigars. Again, I'm smoking this Nat Sherman Torpedo that I know nothing about. <laughs> But really, <laughs> way to sell it, Jeff. Way to sell I it. I know, I know. It's, dude. I, oh. you know, I've been. I drove twelve hours Sunday. I just, oh, I'm just spent. So I'm sitting here with my Henry Clay Warhawk Rebellious, and a uh, couple of, couple of thoughts. Um, I'm, I'm probably, I don't know, maybe about. I'm getting close to the end of the first third here, and throughout the first third, there's a very, very subtle. Very subtle sweetness to it, um, but the predominant flavor is pepper. I'm getting a lot of pepper from the beginning of this cigar. Yeah. And um, But my other thought that I have sitting here in my vehicle is, boy, I really should have eaten something before oh, God. I sat and smoked this thing. That was not you. a stomach yeah, cigar. I, I, yeah, well, see, Jeff, you and I were going to meet at Top Shooters and record, and... Um, yeah, but we weren't ever planning on going in. Well, I was. <laughs> um, oh, okay. And see, and therein lies the problem is I'm sitting here in the parking lot recording on the board on the phone with Jeff and smoking in my car, and I can literally see top shooters. I'm sitting right here, and I didn't eat beforehand. So, Want to take a break, call in an order, have them bring it out to you? Nah, nah. It'll be fine. I don't want to eat in the car. I want to eat there, but it'll be fine. We'll, uh, we'll, fair. we'll do the show, and we'll do that. So, anyway. Fair. So what did I miss while I while I was gone? Like, what all did you do? I know we had an, a couple of interviews kind of fall through on us, mm-hmm. and I hope they, those circle back because those were good. Oh, they'll circle back. I was messaging with one of the guys just this morning, actually. Okay, good. Um, actually, dude, you know what? While you were gone, 
I will freely admit I kind of took a little bit of a break from the podcast side of things. Um, there's been a lot going on, guys. There's been a lot going on with, with not just lining up some guests, but also trying to uh, get all of the ins, outs, whys, and wherefores set up for the big contest that we've been promoting with the Collective Smoke. Um, yep. You know, there's going to be more details about that in Friday's episode. Um, however... Oh, are we getting details now? We're going to get some details, yeah. We're going to get some okay. details Friday in Friday's episode. But, guys, I, I'm just going to prep this. Um, there's been a lot of changes made on the fly because... Because of TPE. Because of TPE, exactly. Yep. I mean, you know, the, it, it's not a secret that one of the things that we as a group have been pushing towards is the uh, a big contest revolving around this uh, unnamed, unknown TPE cigar uh, for lack of a better term, that Martinez Cigars was getting uh, was preparing, and when TPE pushed back from January to May, I it kind of jacked the timeline up pretty it, significantly. It reset the clock. Kind of really did. So yeah. we we Nick and Dave and I had a rather lengthy conversation um, a couple of nights ago, and we've come up with what I think is a comparatively badass contest with okay. some prizes that again I really wish we could just quit the show right now and go ahead and enter ourselves but we can't yep. so um, anyway the point is you're going to want to listen to Friday's show because you're going to get some details about a really really great contest and how you can enter and all that fun stuff so yep. I'm completely uh, hamstrung on this because I have no idea. Uh, I've not been privy to these conversations, so I'll be learning it with the listeners. There you go. That's kind of exciting. Yeah, you're going to like this one, dude. Trust me. This is going to be one you're going to want to – that you're going to wish you could enter to. I mean, I, I'm just – I as we were plotting it out, I'm sitting there thinking, I want that. I want that for me. I don't want to yeah. give that – I mean, I'll give it away. But I want one for me but, too. But I don't you know? want to. But I don't yeah. want to. I want one for me. So that's uh that's not how it works, buddy. I know. I know. It's, it's all not. about the listeners and you know it. Ooh, this guy's you know it, I know it, and the American people know it. <laughs> and Thank then, you, Bob Dole. Bob Dole. But anyway, Bob Dole so yeah, says Bob so, Dole. So it's one of those things, you know, you got <sighs> Rest in peace, Bob. Oh. Oh. Anyway, it's did I make you sad thinking about Bob Dole? No, I just I for a split second I forgot he died until you said that, and I'm like, oh wait, <laughs> yeah, okay. he, anyway. that dude was a legitimate war hero. I, he was a badass. All right, well, anyway, so I took a little bit of a break from the podcast stuff, and I kind of focused a lot more on my business, and because uh, I've had some things with the business going, and I'm like, you well, hired a new reporter. Well, it's because I had two of them quit in a week, so it's kind of one of those I had to. You'll have that. To scramble a little bit, but that's okay. You know, we've we've got it straightened out, and um, now we're a little more stable again. So, it like I said, you know, life ebbs and flows. It seems like when one thing demands attention, the other thing can kind of run on autopilot for a little while, and vice yeah. versa. And so the uh, the podcast kind of was on autopilot with you being down in Florida and everything. So we kind of were able, and we'd recorded ahead a little bit, and so I was kind of able to concentrate on the business and vice versa. But so, you know, here I'm we are. gonna delve in. I'm gonna delve into politics. Must you? I must. Why? So, what is this whole thing that the CDC put out? And I, like, Twitter was taking it down, like it was fake. But it's on the CDC's page that only six percent of the COVID deaths that have been attributed to COVID were actually COVID. Well, you know, it's funny you bring that up because I actually did go to the CDC link. Like the, okay. the website, and it is on their site. Basically, what they've done is I guess they've gone over everything, and they must have determined that of the hundred and something thousand people that have died from... It's uh, like, like 200,000 now, isn't it? Well, the point is, I guess only about 6% they're able to attribute 100% to COVID. Everybody else had at least two or three underlying extenuating circumstances that they were immune compromised or whatnot precisely and it was one of those things where covid kind of maybe pushed so, it 
So it's back to if if you take that into account, did less people die from COVID than the than the normal fl- influenza? Well, but see, okay, you also have to ask yourself, and and I'm playing devil's advocate here, okay? Because okay, look, I, do, because I'm, I'm flat footed on this because I feel as though that some of this COVID stuff has been a little overblown. I don't want to I don't want to come out and say that I'm like a giant conspiracy theorist and oh my god, whatever. You know, do I think some of it has been a little overplayed? Yeah, I kind of do. But taking a devil's advocate view of it, just because they had some other pre-existing conditions, I don't feel as though it's fair to say that they didn't die of COVID. They had other conditions. COVID exacerbated those conditions and maybe that killed them. But would they have died from those conditions at that moment had they well, not contracted COVID? And you I see guess what I mean? So make the same argument about people that have the flu you could precisely maybe they died because of congestive heart failure or copd or whatever but would they have died of it at that moment if they wouldn't have the flu precisely that's legitimate so i guess my point to it is when people are making the comparison between covid and the flu maybe there was a little bit more accurate comparison there than some of the people want to make you know want to say i don't know look I don't think that it's a made-up disease. I think it is an actual thing. People oh, are absolutely. people are getting it. Some people have died from it. Some people are getting very, very sick from it. On the flip side, do I think we need to completely shut down our lives and and you know hide in fear because of it? No, and that's where I differ from like the perspective of like, for example, our governor and various other people. But hey, you yeah. know what? I'm not dictator of the world. Neither is Cindy from Riverman, so um, we kind of have to just live with it for. But right I don't now. think, I, I don't think Cindy would be a bad thing. I think she would run thing. I, she'd run a tight ship. You would jack us all to hell, but Cindy would do a great job. Oh, watch out! If you're a child molester, you need to watch out for Cindy. That's all I'm saying. Well, She's got. You know what? Cindy and I could not be more locked I'm, up on. Hey, I gave her ideas as to what to do with them, but that's just me. But yeah, I'm just saying that. You could be the sergeant at arms. So Cindy decided that if you're a child molester, if you are a, a, a child abuser, okay? Yeah. And she's dictated the world, that what she's going to do is she's going to give you cancer. And then what she's going to do is all of the cancer research will be conducted on the child molesters as lab rats. And How if do you, you just give someone cancer? blast him with radiation or something i don't know i mean you just... but you know what a certain percentage of those guys are going to turn into super villains well we don't want that but the no point, we don't. the point is you're going to find ways to give these people cancer and then you're going to do all sorts of medical research on them because you know as she puts it they're less than human because they abuse children and so the ones that live let's say you find a cure for cancer and that guy lives that's when the gladiator pits come into play and you make Dear them, God. and that's and this was my idea. That's when you make them fight to the death for our entertainment. And the one that lives, that's the one that gets to fight the lion. That what if he what if he kills the lion? Then we just keep throwing animals at him until he dies horribly. Fair enough. Get a hippo in there. I mean, mean right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So the point is, if you're a child molester, you don't want to live in Cindy's America. Fair enough. Yes, but that's neither here nor there. That's totally irrelevant. I don't know how we got on that subject. I don't either. This, this turned really dark. It did turn really dark. Well, speaking of turning really dark, how about we go ahead and do some Ask the Boys? Because that always seems to turn really dark. Yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> how about we get into that? So, folks, you can get your questions for Ask the Boys to us via the Cigar Pulpit Hotline. It's area code 863-874-0000. And just call in, leave us a message, and we can uh, take care of answering that on the show. So we've got a couple of questions here. And I just want to, uh, how about we go ahead and get in the first one, Jeff? You ready? Let's do it. All right. What's up, guys? It's Lupe. Uh, my handle on Instagram is Lupe1288. And I had a quick question. Uh, just wondering, what is the story between you two? How did you guys actually meet? Thanks, guys. Stay smoky. We, we've actually discussed this before. We met through a mutual friend. 
when uh, you and the mutual friend were talking about buying a newspaper. Mm-hmm. And the mutual friend and I had met during a political campaign. And, you know, it, it's kind of the whole thing that we talk about people getting sucked into our vortex. Yeah. Um, you know, this gentleman came down to our paper and we interviewed him. And he he later told me that we were the only newspaper of all the places that he went that had any life to it, that was vibrant and asked questions. And it, we, it wasn't like we were just going through the motions. And that's when he brought me in on the discussion that you were having, um, you know, to kind of give a little insight into the business. Interesting. That's cool. No, I mean, that's exactly how it went down. I mean, it was just it was it really did start off as you. Um, as somewhat of a, for lack of a better term, like a business consultant for us for an idea, and yep. uh, that I and that I didn't know. Me, think what? how jacked up that is. That what? After getting to actually know me, think of how jacked up that is. Yeah, I know, right? And it's one of those things that idea did not really come to fruition, but from there, but it turned into something else. Other things did, and yes, it it eventually led to you and I hanging out and. Um, uh, merging our vortexes of ignorance and, yes. into one uh, one mega storm, if you will. <laughs> Not unlike what they were expecting in the Gulf this past week with the two hurricanes. It really was. Yeah, it really I was. I mean, poor Marky Mark's just on that boat, just flailing around right now. <laughs> what the hell? Wasn't he in the perfect storm? Marky Mark was in the perfect storm. Boom. You know, what Gulf, you know what Gulf movie he was in? Uh, wasn't he in the one about Deepwater Horizon? Deepwater Horizon, exactly. Boom. He was also in The Other Guys, which I love. He's in a lot of movies. But anyway, the point is, you and I, we merged our vortexes of stupid, and um, eventually, through a long, rambling road, this is where we ended up. Yeah. There you go. How about we get to the next question here? Okay. Hey, this is Noah from Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Again, I got two questions for you. Uh, number one will be for Ask the Boys, and the second one will be for Ask the X. The uh, first one for Ask the Boys. We'll cut it off. I am not a bidet user, per se, but uh, to play devil's advocate here, Nick, let's say you are wiping your ass, and you get a piece <laughs> of shit on your hand. Do you use a dry cloth to get that shit off your hand, or are you washing it off? Oh my God! All right, now All right. we're now we're talking. This is a question. So, I mean, of course you wash your hands to What's get it off. The difference. I mean, the difference. Look, it's raw poo on your body. I get that, but it is significantly easier to wash your hands in the current climate of the United States with the plumbing as it is than to bidet. Would I use a bidet if that bidet were offered up to me in, in, in you know, with my toilet? Perhaps. Perhaps. You have no idea how fresh you would be. But I don't have a toilet with a bidet. Uh, with a bidet. There are not toilets with bidets openly and freely available at um, establishments all over the place. You are not going to get out of your stall at a public bathroom and climb your ass up into a sink. I'm not. Well, you would. But, like, for example, I'm sitting here at Top Shooters. There's absolutely no way that I would leave that bath, that stall in that bathroom to climb up in their sink at Top Shooters and wipe out my ass. Well, but you could always soap up, you know, like a paper towel or some napkins and go in and just scrub down. So I'm just going to walk out of the stall with my pants around my ankles, soap up no, some no, TP no. and go walking right back in? That's that's where you're not planning ahead. I soap up and take it in with me. And then when I get done, then I scrub myself okay. with less soapy rag. All right. So now we're getting into the finer point details of this because yeah. because see, no, here's I'm the not thing. I'm going to sit in a public sink for the love See, of God. here's the thing, Jeff. There's been a lot of talk about bidetting and everything. And when people hear bidetting, they think you're taking a sprayer and hosing down your ass. In reality, what you're actually it, doing is just wetting and soaping up some paper, some some toilet paper, correct? That's what you're saying? No, no, no. I, toilet paper won't work because it'll have a high-speed come apart. Um, you've got to use, like, napkins or, like, the uh, the paper towels. Okay, so now let's talk about that. 
Top Shooters has an air dryer for their hands. They don't have paper towels and napkins And that's in the why, before I walk into the bathroom, if you ever watch, I grab... It, well, here's the deal. I, I'm not going to go number two at Top Shooters. I've never done that. It would be battle conditions if I had to. <laughs> but if I did, you'll always watch. I grab a handful of paper towels or uh, of napkins before I walk into the bathroom. And that way I can still dry my hands. I just put them in my pocket and I keep them and I can dry my hands. Then when I walk out, <sighs> I, I don't do the air dryers, man. Those things are just a Petri dish. Oh no, I'm not a fan of the air dryers. The air dryers are, are gross. They, they blow yes. sh- like shit just everywhere. Filth. Just filth everywhere. But, but, um, no, to answer Noah's question, I do wash my hands and I will say from a cleanliness standpoint, Bidetting does sound like the logical choice to go with. However, you, however, have, we however, in the United States have not embraced the bidet, and thus it is not publicly available for use at all locations. And until the day comes that every toilet in this nation is equipped with a frickin' butt sprayer, I mean, you gotta deal with what you gotta deal with. Well, okay. So, now just, just think about this. Has it ever ran through your mind, like when you sit at a chair in a public restaurant or at a movie theater or wherever? If they yeah, ever it has because it? you've put this there, and I'm just going to yeah. – yeah. Everybody's particles are all over that chair that you're going and sitting in. It's so gross. <coughs> I'm hotboxing in my car, and it's bad. <coughs> yeah. Yeah, you picked the wrong cigar to hotbox with, brother. Yeah. What are you getting on your stick as you uh, asphyxiate yourself in the car? I am, uh, so the second, I'm into the second third of this cigar, okay? And it's getting much more coffee flavor to it. Like, it has transitioned away from that sweetness. Um, there is still a little pepper to it. Not as harsh as, well, not harsh, not as as strong as before. Um, but I am getting more coffee flavor to the cigar, no, it, it's it's a good cigar. I love this cigar so much, but yeah, it's it's also not the best for when you're sitting in a parked vehicle and that smoke is just hanging in the air. Exactly. Um, yeah. If you pass uh, out, I'll hang up and call nine one one for you. Okay. All right. So <laughs> anyway, well, how about we get to the uh, the final question for Ask the Boys for this week? Okay then. Hey, pulpit. This is Trent. Uh, this is my cigar account again. I was just calling to make a suggestion, ask to see if y'all have thought about using the McAuliffe Torcedor on the Battle of the Budgets, because it's a bundle stick that McAuliffe does. Uh, I'm not sure if Dan has those over at the Riverman or not, but just thought I'd throw it out there as a suggestion. Thanks. Stay safe and stay smoky. So Trent wants to know if we've uh, you uh, thought about using the uh, McAuliffe Torcedors for the... Uh, Battle of the Budgets, and um, it's it's McAuliffe's $4 cigar, and I've smoked some cigars for McAuliffe, and, and I am a McAuliffe ambassador. I can't tell you my McAuliffe ambassador number off the top of my head, but it's in like the... Three, I, like, I like McAuliffe cigars. It's in like the 3,000. Um, I'll be honest, guys. Um, we are still finalizing the remaining eight entries for the Battle of the Budgets. Um, we got to have four of them. Um, obviously for near the end of September and then the end of October, we are still finalizing those, uh, those entries. And so suggestions like this are appreciated. Um, I know, um, we've had, a couple, we've had a couple of suggestions. This one has come in, I think once or twice. Um, the, uh, uh, what was another one? Uh, Perdomo frescoes was suggested the, um, Drew Estate, they have their factory smokes. Um, that one was suggested. You know, we've had a couple of a couple of cigars suggested um, that we uh, that we're looking at, and so it's one of those things. I just need to finalize up the final eight, and once we uh, once we get that, then we'll we'll go through the battle the remaining eight cigars for the battle of the budgets, which will then take us into the final four for uh, November and December. But yeah, I mean, keep the suggestions rolling in. As for if we've considered it, like I said, I think you're the second person, Trent, to to bring it to my attention, and um, I don't think that would be a bad entry into the the mix at all. 
I can't say as I've ever smoked it, so I mean that's also a good thing. I can't. I don't have any preconceived notions uh, about it, so I'm all good with with smoking that. I'll check with Dan to see about getting some in, and we can uh, we can give it a try. Sounds good. Well, folks, once again, that's uh, Ask the Boys. You can get your questions to us by giving us a call on the Cigar Pulpit Hotline, area code 863-874-0000. So, buddy, guess, uh, guess who just pulled up next to me here? Oh, who? Larry the Mute. Oh. He's going to meet me for some wings. We're going to have some wings. Well, you guys enjoy. And he actually that, is that here. That sounds fun. He's here uh, to give uh, his his review as I'll well. Tell you what, that guy loves his wings. He does. He puts down wings like a champ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he, he, he doesn't have a problem. See, the problem with top shooters, and we've covered this before. So, a couple problems. First of all, I know I'm going to catch crap over this, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I'm a boneless wing guy. I don't like he does. I don't like the the work involved in the bone in wings. I don't like the little eh, the little veins and everything. I just I don't like I'm I you don't look, you don't like the connective tissue. I fully I fully admit they are nothing by calling them boneless wings, you are basically just calling them adult chicken nuggets, okay? I yes. fully fully respect that. But I'm I'm lazy and I'm fine with that. And so I get the boneless wings. The problem with the boneless wings at Top Shooters is you have two options in terms of sizes. You have the seven piece, which is like a pound, and then you have the twenty-five piece, yes. which is outrageous. And there needs to Why be there's a, no middle ground. There, there needs to be like it. a nice twelve to fourteen piece in the middle somewhere. I mean, and the problem is, I'm sure some of you are saying just get two of the seven pieces. To do that, you're only saving like $2 off of the 25 piece. So then at that point, you're sitting there financially feeling bad. Why didn't I just get the bigger one? Well, because you're not going to eat 25 boneless wings, you know? I mean, you're just not. And so... Um, Am I not? Well... I've done it. Yeah. Okay, you've done it. Um, it's been a while, though. It has been a little while. But anyway, no. so... I end up having to always, I get the seven and then I might tack on another seven and then I feel bad because I'm like, eh, you know, whatever. Larry, on the other hand, he gets the bone-in wings and the bone-in wings do come in various different sizes. And so I'm jealous of the fact that he can get the proper size wing portion that he wants, but that's neither here nor there. But anyway, so Larry today is going to be reviewing the Backwoods Honey Bourbon Cigar. Good stick. I've had it. <laughs> You're not helping those the the conspiracy that that thinks that you are Larry the mute. By the way, I guarantee you, I'm not. Yeah. So, anyway, Larry's going to give us uh, his review of the Backwoods Honey Bourbon. How long are you going to let this go on? <laughs> well, apparently, I guess we're ending it now because you've just decided to once again trample all over it. And, dude, you know what this means. Now I'm going to sit here, and he's going to be eating his wings and just bitching at me the whole time because you interrupted him yet again. I'd love to know what he says. <laughs> me too. But anyway, um, all right, well, thanks, Larry. Why don't you go in and get us a table, and uh, we'll, I'll, I'll meet you in there in just a little bit, okay? All right, man. Well, that oh, was great. Larry Larry the Mute's uh, review of the uh, Backwoods Honey Bourbon. Anyway. The dumbest thing. It's the dumbest thing we do. <laughs> oh, we do some pretty dumb stuff sometimes. So. I have that Kermit the Frog like disgusted face right now. Oh, that's funny. Well, Jeff, um, how about we uh, give away some scars now? Yes. All right. So it's time for the uh, cigar uh, cigar pulpit weekly giveaway, where we give away a prize pack of cigars from our friends at Martinez Cigars. And all you got to do to sign up for the weekly giveaway, sign up for our newsletter. Which, before Jeff says it, I've put out one. I will eventually put out another. I don't know when. I'm not Are blowing you up your inbox. Better? At some point, I'm going to put out another. And you just got to be on the list for it in order to be entered into the contest, okay? That's it. It's real simple. I, it's not- I'm going to tell you, if you go to my Instagram, I took a 45 with me to the beach, and it was delightful. Oh, 
Martinez cigars are good stuff. And this prize pack is filled with their whole line of cigars. And soon that will include the Bishop and the Gator. It's oh, not, yes, it not will. just yet, but very, very soon it will. Soon and very soon. So, guys, get on that email list, and then you can get your own prize pack eventually. So this week's winner is Steve Fahey. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, last Steve name. Fahey. F-A-H-E-Y. So Steve Fahey. Like me. me too. So Steve Fahey, you have until Monday to email me at nick at cigarpulpit.com. And uh, shoot me an email with the subject line, I'm the winner, and just give me your mailing address, and I will get the cigars mailed out to you promptly. That's awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. So now coming up, coming up on Friday's episode, we're going to be talking to uh, our buddies Nick Gervais from MyMonthlyCigars.com and Dave from Martinez, if I'm not mistaken. And That's the I plan. Think that as good a time as any. To ask you, what is MyMonthlyCigars.com? So My Monthly Cigars is, as we've talked about before, dude, it's, it's a premium cigar subscription service. You get the cigars sent to your door every month, okay? You and I, we get what he calls the Robusto box. It's four cigars for $30. He's got some other boxes. He's got like the, the El Presidente box, which is um, eight cigars for $50. And it's two of everything that's in the Robusto box. And what I like about it is you get a nice variety of cigars that maybe you've never tried before, maybe you've had and you've you know enjoyed, or maybe there's ones that you've seen in your shop, but you're just like, eh, I don't know if I want to try that. Well, you can give it a try, and you can try it out, and you can see if you like it. And at a, at a discount At price. a really good discounted price, because both the Rebuso box and the Presidente box have the MSRP guarantee, which states that the uh, value of the cigars within the box is guaranteed to meet or exceed the price of the box. So like the August box uh, that we just completed last week, that was like a $41 value. It was a $30 box. So you're saving 11 bucks on the Robusto box or you're saving $32 on the Presidente box. So it, it lets you try some cigars at a good, good price. The other nice thing about my monthly cigars is Nick is a small business. You guys, you're not suppo- you're not supporting one of these really big cigar warehouses that are putting out just tons and tons of product. You're supporting a guy who is sitting in his basement folding boxes with his son while watching a movie and he's packing bags and envelopes and everything as he's as he's hanging out with his family and he's cranking these boxes out and he's bringing them up to the post office and and mailing them and everything. I mean, the, it, it's a small business at work. And so not only can you feel good because you're supporting a small business, but you can also feel good because you're getting some really great cigars at good prices. Yep. And so if you subscribe, go to MyMonthlyCigars.com, look at the different box options that he's got. And if you subscribe using offer code PULPIT, P-U-L-P-I-T, that gets you free shipping on the first box. And it also gets you 20% off any of the items in their online store because that's the other thing Nick's got over there is he's got an online store with tons and tons and tons of cigars, not just ones that he's had in the previous boxes. Although if there is a cigar that you end up getting in a box that you really enjoy, you can get more of them on his online store. But he also has accessories like lighters, cutters, ashtrays, all kinds of fun stuff. And like I said, other cigars that he hasn't featured in the boxes. And you can get them at really good prices as well. So head on over to MyMonthlyCigars.com. Look into that. Trust me, guys. You're not going to be disappointed. And Nick, before we give final thoughts on the cigars here, how do people reach out to us? We are available on Instagram at The Cigar Pulpit, as well as at Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. That's my page. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and you can always reach out to us through CigarPulpit.com. Absolutely. And we, again, like we said earlier, we love your suggestions, uh, whether it's for just a regular cigar for us to smoke on the cast, or if it's one of the budget sticks that we're doing the Battle of the Budgets. Or, uh, you know, also you can uh, send your questions in either to the hotline, or you can even type them out to us old school and send them over. Yeah, we used to get them old school typed out. Ask the boys. But, you know, I really like the hotline thing. I'm liking that. Oh, I I like the interaction. I I do, too. I like hearing everybody. So, you know, and the other thing, guys, too, 
if let's say maybe you are familiar with a really small boutique brand that we've never encountered before, you know what? Shoot us a message. Say, hey, have you guys ever checked these guys out? And maybe shoot us a link to some sort of social media presence that they have. We're we're always willing to try and see, you know, meet new people and everything like that. So help. We're asking you help us expand our horizons. Absolutely. Yep. So, well, Jeff, well, there you go. So, what, what are your final thoughts on your Nat Sherman over there? I, I've smoked four of these in like three days and I've really enjoyed the cigar. Now, I will say the one today had kind of a hard draw. And I think that was my fault because I didn't have that with any of the others. Okay. And I, I don't think I took enough of the cap off. And then I got scared to take more off and it would unravel. So I just powered through. But it's it's been a nice stick. I'm guessing I'll never be able to get it again. I've got one left. But, uh, you know. Oh, I bet you could probably track them down if you wanted to. I mean, you know, don't wait too long to try and track them down because, yeah, you may end up in a situation where, uh, where maybe it's going to be it. difficult. But for right now... <laughs> You probably also, can still track them down. Yeah, I may also not be able to get them for $4 a piece like I did down at Harbor Scars. And That's the other thing. Right now, they might be on closeout. You wait too much longer, you may be in a situation where they become a rare commodity and suddenly they're worth more. So, um, yep. yeah, you might want to think about uh, searching around for those now while you can. But Absolutely. Um, now, on your uh, Warhawk. Yeah, I've got the Henry Clay Warhawk Rebellious. I'm uh, I'm smoking this thing slow, man. I'm maybe about halfway, and um, I do what now? I'm down to the broccoli. Down to the broccoli. There final, you go, Rob. Shout out for Final Third Cigars. FinalThirdCigars.com. Anyway, um, I am about halfway on this Warhawk Rebellious, and yeah, dude, the the coffee flavor, the the hints of pepper and everything, it's it's all hanging on. And I can tell you from smoking the cigar on the regular that um, uh, the coffee flavor continues. The the pepper um, is there. It's it's lighter than it is in the beginning. And I can tell you that when you get down to the broccoli on the cigar, it does start to get a little bit of an earthy kind of component mixed in with that coffee. Um, but I'm so not, is the pepper kind of waned on that then yeah the pepper is that it's it's definitely uh it's an aj dude it's front loaded with the pepper i mean it's it definitely it's it's there in the beginning you you get it and you're just like woo there we go and then from there it does it does taper back as as you smoke it and like i said you get to the second uh third of this thing um the the coffee flavor ramps in and it you know i don't drink coffee but by all accounts, it's a great cigar to have with a cup of coffee. So There you go. And I do love coffee, so I'm going to have to try it at some point. At some point, will... you're just going to have to nut up and well, try it. While you were speaking, I did a retro hail on my nub here. Mm-hmm. Whoa, it's peppery. Mm. Yeah, the pepper built on this, uh, on this Nat Sherman. I would do another retro hail on this, but... I'm not a glutton for punishment, so I'm no not guts, going, no glory, brother. Not, not gonna do that. But it's it's for the folks at home. They don't need to hear me cough again. Well, that's a valid point. Yeah. So. Well, cool. Well, yeah. Coming up this uh, Friday, we'll have the uh, opening of the September My Monthly Cigars box. So you got that to look forward to on yep. Friday's episode. Yeah, we'll have that. And like I said, we should have details about what the big contest. Um, heading into the fall is going to be, and then we can kind of get some details as to what the changes are for the uh, the big collective smoke uh, contest. Like I said, that that whole situation has kind of uh, shifted a little bit. So, well, after you know, with TPE moving a lot, it was of it was bound it was bound to happen. It, exactly, it was bound to happen. It is what it is. You gotta and. And, you know, I get it. it. Martinez was making a cigar for an unveiling at TPE. TPE pushed back four months. It's one of those things. These guys don't want to go to TPE in May empty-handed, or not empty-handed, but with nothing new and exciting to promote. So oh, hold, hold back, you know. What, what, I mean, it's a business decision. So, it, you know, and it's a good decision. But let's put it this way, guys. 
there's something else Martinez is coming out with very, 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 very soon that maybe we could have a really badass contest with. Ooh, I think I know what that is. Anyway, listen in on Friday for more details about that. So, Oh, snap. Jeff, unless you have anything else for the betterment of the cause? No, and brother, I appreciate you indulging me. Um, I just, you know, better safe than sorry. I, like I said, I've been in eight states or so over the last uh, week and a half, and I just, I didn't think it was fair to come sit down with you and, you know, possibly expose you to something I'm going to, continue social distancing for a little while here and make sure that I'm, you know, clear. I mean, I don't want the funk. I know the song goes that we've got got the funk and we need the funk, but... Have that funk when you don't want the funk. I don't really particularly want the funk. Yeah, don't want the funk. No, so... Don't want to get that funk. No. See? See? Exactly. Yeah, right? Right? See, I can't use that song on the cast, but I can, can reference it, you know. Yeah, exactly. Copyright well, guys, laws. Thank you, so. thank you so, so much for uh, tuning in, listening. Again, give us your suggestions. We're always looking for uh, guest ideas, cigar ideas. Please, please reach out. This show is yours as much as it is ours. Mm-hmm. Well, Jeff, with that, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky. hang up you sack the music's playing oh you didn't hang up then no no you're still there now we're talking over the music oh well that's that's not good now i'm gonna have to i don't know how the hell i'm gonna do that yeah just leave it in people are used to us uh, I'll figure something out. Hey, it's so nice to be back. Uh, did, did, I, did I mention I was in Florida and you weren't? I you, you, repeatedly, repeatedly. It was so much fun. <laughs>